Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I am Brad. Thank you for joining me today. Really glad you could make it. I know it's been like a crazy long amount of time. And, you know, I wish I could say I'm sorry, but it's like one of those things where life just had other plans for me over the last few months. I have a list of, of episodes that, that I want to get to. And I think to myself, all right, well, I'm going to get these cranked out every other week or so. And then life comes along and says, no, you're not going to do that. We need you to go over here. And so I've learned just to go wherever the boat of life takes me, wherever I'm needed. That's where I go. But I'm back. I've got a, uh, a window of opportunity, and I wanted to get in front of this mic and talk to you today. The first thing we need to talk about is microwaved coffee. I don't know why. Maybe it's because people know that I love coffee, but they feel the need to tell me that they microwave their coffee sometimes. In fact, over the last few months, I've had this topic come up like four or five times. And it's really strange to me. Like, why are these people admitting that? Like, that's a dark secret that I wouldn't tell anybody. But, you know, I'm, I'm here to tell you today, it's just not a good idea. Because when we reheat coffee in a microwave, it like reorganizes the chemical makeup of coffee. And it just totally ruins the flavor profile. Uh, you know, some things, unfortunately, just don't heat up well. Uh, coffee being one of those. And in these situations, you know, where you find yourself with a cup of coffee that has, that has gone cold, you got busy, you weren't able to focus on drinking it fast enough, and it just went cold on you. What do you do, right? Well, the, the best thing is to just brew another fresh cup. You know, if you got a Keurig, that makes it super easy. But if you don't, um, you know, take, that, take the extra time. You know, how long does it take to brew a cup of coffee? Uh, it's not long for me, but, you know, at this point, I could, I could do it with my eyes closed, and I have sometimes. But if, if that's not an option, busy day, can't, can't go down and, uh, you know, brew a fresh cup. At that point, you just drink it cold. I know it might sound gross. I've been guilty of that. Um, just yesterday, my wife went, and uh, while she was out and about, being the sweetheart that she is, she brought me back a cup of coffee. And it was a little later in the afternoon, and I'm sipping on it, and you know the whirlwind of my daily tasks just kind of took me away from my priorities, right? Drinking coffee. And uh, the thought never crossed my mind, though, to put that Americana in the, uh, in the microwave. I just drank it cold. Um, because if you're drinking good coffee... When it gets cold, it's not that bad. I mean, it's not as good as a fresh cup, but it is orders of magnitude better than microwave coffee. And we here at the Coffee Buzz care about quality, both in our coffee and our poetry. And that is why today we are talking about Charles Bukowski. I was first introduced to him back in the 90s, uh, someone told me, hey, you should read this guy. And they gave me a book, Ham on Rye. 
And it blew me away. I'd never read a book like that before. It's this coming-of-age story. Um, it's very raw. It's a dark tale. And uh, just about, I think it was sort of fictional, autobiographical. Um, but it just tells this grueling story of how he is, you know, a, a, a kid. You know, he's probably in his adolescent age and growing up with immigrant parents that are, uh, you know, very poor and very old school. And so um, it was just a great book. It, it, what took me into Charles Bukowski was his writing is just so blunt and to the point. And uh, I was watching some interviews of him, uh, kind of researching this episode, and, and uh, he would criticize writers for being too boring. You know, to him, like, every sentence needs to be able to stand on its own. It kind of reminds me, when he said that, it reminds me of when I watched like a Stanley Kubrick movie. And every shot that he has in his movies, it, it could you could print that up, put it on the wall, and it would be a beautiful uh, like photograph. And just, it could stand on its own like that. That's how Bukowski viewed his writing. Whenever he was writing sentences, he just wanted them to be these beautiful you know, literary pictures, if you will. And he had such an interesting life. I mean, he worked at a pickle factory, then at the post office. Um, he spent time homeless, sleeping on benches. And it was around about this time that he, he started writing, and he had some poems that were published in like small underground magazines. And it caught the attention of this publisher. His name was uh, John Martin. And they met in 1965. And John, you know, had seen his work in these uh, magazines. And he thought that Bukowski was basically the 21st century Walt Whitman. And so he met with him. And he, he asked him, he said, how much would it take for you to quit the post office and just write full time. And so they sat there and they, they mapped out all of his expenses. And you're not going to believe this, but it, his monthly expenses, including rent, came to a grand total of $100 a month. That might sound like crazy talk, but this is 1965. And we were still on the gold standard. And so money actually had value. <laughs> but um, John agreed to pay him a hundred dollars a month for the rest of his life so he could focus on his writing. And he told him like, Hey, if you ever think about writing a novel, you know, that's easier to sell than poetry. It would, uh, it would help me if you could write a novel. And so about a month or so goes by and John gets a call from Bukowski and he just says, Hey, I've got it. Come get it. And John didn't quite know what he was talking about. He asked, like, what are you, what are you saying? He's like, my novel. And uh, he said, I've, I've, you've written a novel since the last time I saw you. And, uh, you know, how's that possible? And Bukowski tells him, uh, you know what? Fear can accomplish it a lot. And that novel was called Post Office. And I think 
The poem I'm going to read today, I don't know exactly when it was written, but it sounds like one of those that he wrote for one of the magazines while he was, you know, working these grueling jobs or maybe sleeping on a bench. And it's called The Laughing Heart by Charles Bukowski. So here it goes. Your life is your life. Don't let it be clubbed into dank submission. Be on the watch. There are always ways out. There's a light somewhere. It may not be much light, but it beats the darkness. Be on the watch. The gods will offer you chances. Know them. Take them. You can't beat death, but you can beat death in life sometimes. And the more often you learn to do it, the more the light will be there. Your life is your life. Know it while you have it. You are marvelous. The gods wait to delight in you. It's such an inspiring poem, especially coming from Bukowski, because, you know, it's one thing to hear the likes of like Tony Robbins or Bill Gates or, you know, Elon Musk tell you uh, this, you know, life advice to try to inspire you. But it's quite another to hear it from a guy that used to sleep on a bench and write poetry in his spare time. His publisher actually wound up paying him not $100 a month, but eventually it was more like $10,000 every other week. So I think he really lived these words that he wrote. He didn't just, they weren't hollow. Uh, there was no pretense about Bukowski. That's why he's one of my favorite writers and what I think to be one of the greatest American writers. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, hopefully, I, uh, life will permit me to get in front of this microphone again every couple of weeks. But uh, if you'd like to reach out to me, uh, maybe give me some other reading uh, suggestions that you like. You can hit me up at the Coffee Buzz Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to check out the other 200 and some odd episodes, you can find all those at the Coffee Buzz Thank you again, and I will talk to you next time. <laughs>